Good evening, everybody. It looks like I'm on two for two today on Podbean. It's working. So hopefully Angie's connection comes through good. We were going to try to pre-record on Zoom and upload, but it's like, yep, we're going to have faith that it's going to work out. Um, Tonight is Monday, April the 24th in the year of our Lord, 2023. You're listening to Nick Knack, and tonight's episode is called Power and Weeds. Tonight, Angie and I are going to discuss mullein, self-heal, wild lettuce, honeysuckle, um, purple dead nettle, yarrow, and a whole lot more. We've got a lot in store for you guys tonight. So I'm so glad you joined me. Angie, how are you doing tonight, sis? Thanks for joining me. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing well, well. um, I got attacked with the chicken just a minute. Other than that... I had one of my Millies that got out, a little rooster, and he didn't want to go back in, but he's back in now, so all is good. TM says that you sound good, Angie, so I'm happy. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, we even hear Fido in the back. Yeah. (laughs) Is that? That would be me. Yeah. Yeah. He has a lot to say. Yeah, this is this is the animal show. I, I've determined it because uh, this morning I discovered that my roosters are still coming through. So I was like, okay, oh well. We tried, right? Well, let's hop in tonight. I'm going to let you, um, if you want to start, um, since I've got them all enlisted first and just kind of go uh, from there, we'll kind of bounce back and forth. I know I have the... The honeysuckle and the uh, nettle and what is and I need to go reapply in a little bit. All right. So Mullen, we kind of talked about a little while ago. Um, but Mullen is great for lung health. Um. So you can do a poultice, you can do um, tinctures with it, you can do teas with it, um, salves with it. Um, the salves are great for eczema, bug bite, anything 
that's skin related. It really is great for your skin as well. Um, I'm trying to figure out or remember where I put my spiral with all my notes and I don't know what I did with it. Um, but Mullen really is like all around great. For us up here in Michigan, um, ours grow in our ditches. Uh, so I harvested seeds out of the ditch last year so I can plant them this year in hopes that I can grow them in my yard over like instead of har like harvesting them out of the ditches uh and the leaves you can actually use like foil um so if you're baking something you can use it like foil and wrap whatever you're baking up so you don't have to worry about using foil um which I thought was kind of cool to learn about um let's see what else Mullen really is just a good one to have. Um, <laughs> so this. Let's see. Um, you can use the Mullen. Let me see if I'm reading this correctly. Sorry, I am like really half prepared for today, but not really. <laughs> um, so you, you can use garlic. They go into um, honeysuckle and the purple dead nettle while you look for it. Well, this is just the garlic and the mullein flour infused in oil. So when you infuse your mullein and garlic together in an oil, you can use it for earaches, um, for middle ear infections. And can also address the possibility of bacterial biofilm, um, especially in the case of chronic ear infections. So that's kind of also a good good thing to have on hand for any kind of infection, really. Um, but like I said, the main thing that I use it for is lungs. Even um, like if you have COPD or if you're a smoker, uh, you can do the poultice where you make a really strong tea with the mullein and you let it cool a little bit, but not completely. You want it to where you can put a washcloth in the tea and wring it out and still be able to touch it, but it'd be warm. And if you lay it on your chest, it helps loosen up everything in your chest, helps clear out all the yuck, the gunk, all of that. Um, so that's one of the main reasons that I use it. Uh, my son had a really nasty, like, bronchitis-type cough, and I made him a poultice, and within a couple hours, it was pretty much drawn out and gone, which was awesome. Um, but I do have the tincture. Ryan puts that in his coffee in the morning. Um, and then I do have the salve, which you can use it for any skin issue. Um, so, yeah, that's Mullen for the most part. Awesome. And another one that's good for um, while we're on the respiratory stuff, you know, because we don't have mullen as prevalent here in Zone 7 in South Carolina, at least not in my area that I've seen, but I haven't been um, on the lookout so much so um, until recently. So I may have passed it, not known it. Um, Purple dead metal, uh, nettle is one that's also good for respiratory and for um, cardio. So if you're bleeding or something like that, you can take the purple dead nettle, rub it on the cut, like rub it between your hands first and your palms um, to get it where the oils are starting to come out. And then you can just put it on the spot that's bleeding and I'm going to use it as a compress there. It's going to stop the bleeding. Um, it's also good for um, coughs, for sore throats. You can make a tincture with it. You can do a tea. You can make um, a throat spray with it, an infused oil. The other day, I was picking some actually um, to dry because I wanted just to be able to have it and make it, you know, use it as needed throughout the year so 
I went ahead and and have it actually drying out in um outside now I'm moving it tonight because it's actually we've got a frost warning coming in and I know you guys in the north have had frost um but we thought we were kind of in the clear here and we're not um I saw the question about the growing zone molinias and if it's more temperate um Angie do you know if there's a particular zone that it likes more honestly I have no idea um, I've been driving by it for many years now, and until I started looking for it, I was like, oh, mullen in the ditch. Oh, there's more mullen. Oh, more mullen. Um, so I, at first, was like, I don't, I've never seen mullen here, but until you really look for it, you don't notice it. Um, okay. It's, My area, it's really and I small. realize it. I can look. Let me look up real quick online. Um, it is nice when it's freely available. And that's why we wanted to do um, a topic on what is considered, you know, just wild growing weeds because there's no sense of going out. And I mean, if there's a certain particular plant that's going to be one that's going to be useful for you, and useful enough that it, you know, it doesn't grow in your area, definitely grow it. But there's other plants that grow naturally that God has given us that's in each of our areas. Each area may have something a little different, but there's so many different um, areas that have different plants that are wild, that have so many beneficial uses that like with this, with the purple dead nettle and with the mullein, you know, they both have some similar uses and some different uses. Um, I think both of them grow about the same time, though in the South Mullen, if it's growing down here, I would say it's probably going to be, I would think more of a cooler growing plant. Um, does Mullen flower yeah. like big flowers or? It's tall. Okay. So Mullen, okay, so I looked it up. So um, Mullen typically grows best in hardiness zones three through nine. The plant does grow wild in the U.S. and Canada. You can grow it in almost any type of soil. It does require moist soil when growing from seed. If starting indoors, scatter them on top of your seed starting mix and lightly cover with soil. So that's that. Um, for us, it grows pretty much all summer. Um, once it starts to cool off, it starts to die off. But they will be, they're pretty tall plants. Um, and they have like on the very top of them, I think it's the second year they get flowers, but the stalk is probably about a foot long and they're little tiny yellow flowers all the way up. Um, it kind of reminds me like the top reminds me of a cattail, how it's just the top that gets the, the brown on the cattail, but it's tall and slender like that. It just has a bunch of little tiny yellow flowers. That's, that's where all the seeds. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Well, that is pretty awesome then. And see, like with this one, you know, it's it's still going to grow out in the wild. It's an astringent. Um, it's a diuretic. It's a diaphoretic, anti-inflammatory, antifungal, antibacterial. Um, like I said, the the fresh leaves can be applied to a wound as a poultice or poultice. Um, and you can also use it in a tea, just like with the um, Japanese honeysuckle. Um, Japanese honeysuckle is very similar. And if you want to make a tea before I hop over onto that, um, if you want to make a tea for with this, you can use one to two tablespoons of the dry, dried herb in a cup of water and just let it steep five to 10 minutes. Um, when you're looking for it though, there are some lookalikes. Henbit is one of the most common lookalikes. Um, when you're looking at the um, purple dead nettle, the leaves are gonna kind of go up. They're kind of heart shaped and you're gonna have usually four and they're gonna go around um, and kind of go up like an arrow. Um, if y'all see, or like a firecracker kind of like going up. The hen bits are not. The hen bit has a square um, red kind of like stem and you could see a lot of the stalk in between the leaves. And it's got uh, scalloped hairless 
leaves. The it, it's safe to eat, but it's not going to be the same um, as what the purple dead nettle is. Purple dead nettle, on the other hand, has hairy leaves um, that turn purple towards the top of the plant. The opposite leaves are densely crowded together along the stem. It has a square stem, um, which indicates it is part of the mint family. If you didn't know that, um, that's one thing with the square stems. It's got both, both plants have the purple flowers. Um, bees love them. So when you are collecting, don't collect all because, you know, you want to leave some for, for the, the bees and the pollinators. Um, because they need that, especially if you're in an area that, you know, your pollinators are already struggling. Definitely leave those. Uh, but like I said, it's got anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial. You can use it in first aid. So it's definitely one that, and it grows all year round pretty much from spring to, to fall. Um, here in Zone 7, uh, I'm pretty sure it grows like that everywhere. I'm pretty sure it's all over. The scientific name is Laminum purpurium. Um, mainly though in the south, we see it in the spring because it gets so hot here and humid in the summer that you're not really going to see it that often. I did just, um, I took a picture of the dead nettle that we have in our yard. And the um, Japanese honeysuckle. That one is also good for indigestion. Um, it works for bacterial or viral infections. It helps with memory, with diabetes, with a common cold. It helps with, um, it'll help with headaches, which is, is amazing. Um, it has salicylic acid, um, chlorogenic acid, isochlorinic acid. I know I said that one wrong. Um, but because the the leaves are rich in salicylic acid, which is the basic compound of aspirin, so it's going to um, work as a pain reliever, an analgesic, or um, and also as an anti-inflammatory, which is going to help relieve headaches and fever. Um, and because of the chlorogenic and isochlorogenic acids, as well as the lutonolin. Um, those also help with the antimicrobial effects. Um, we all know as children, at least here in the South growing up, um, honeysuckle is one of the, it's like a smell bringing you into summer. Um, like spring to summer, you smell it and you're just like, yes, we know the warmth is here. We know that the cold is over, the warmth is here. Every single part of the plant is is edible it's used um and it's got so many just wonderful benefits you can um cut it up and uh dehydrate it use it for the tea uh, some have said that it actually helps um with cancer and can counteract because it causes um uh, it can cause and promote swelling it can actually counteract poisoning. So if you've gotten some kind of um, ingested something that was bad, you can have some of the honeysuckle and it is supposed to help with that. I have never tried it for that. I've always just used the flower part, sucked out the, you know, pulled off the end, sucked out the juice, which was minor, very minimal, a lot of work, minimal. Um, but I am going to try it today because it says it also will, um, you can apply it to the skin for inflammation and itching and to kill any germs. And as you know, I've heard, I have gotten attacked by chiggers and chiggers will bite you and leave little spots like all over you. They're those little red bugs you can't hardly see. And so I have scratched my skin and broken the skin in some places. So I'm going to try that on there and see because the skin is our best defense against infection and bacteria getting in. And if our skin's got breaks, we're more prone to and susceptible to infection. Um, so that's about all. I mean, I don't want to overload y'all with so much at once. Um, but honeysuckle is another one that's growing wild. If it's not growing yet in your area, it will be soon. Um, and 
go ahead and pick it, take advantage of it. That stuff really does grow wild, like a weed. Um, and so you can harvest it. Um, don't harvest all in the same area. Leave some for, of course, for the next year, so that way it comes back more and more. Um, but it's it's wonderful. Insidious <laughs> is like, overload me, I'm good with it. Okay, well, some more of the stuff on um, on the honeysuckle part, like I said, is um, with the high, um, the headaches and the diabetes, and there's lots of different studies, but they don't want to talk to you about this um, because it's big pharma is not making money if you can go out in your yard and go pick what you need. And God gives us exactly what we need. When I thought I had poison ivy, I recalled um, being told how, I think it's Virginia creeper that grows, it's a plant that grows near poison ivy that counteracts poison ivy. So it's like, okay, awesome. Um, don't confuse honeysuckle with other plants like um, the clematis, because sometimes they do kind of look similar. It will help with swelling and inflammation of the small intestine if you have uh, like gastroenteritis, uh, dysentery, upper respiratory tract infections, including colds, influenza, swine flu, and pneumonia, viral and bacteria infections, swelling of the brain, so encephalitis, fever, boils, and sores. It's also used for urinary disorders, headache, diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, and cancer. Um, like I said, that about using it to promote sweating and uh, as a laxative to counteract the poisoning. And they're saying they need a little bit more information. Uh, just this on the um, like research just to be able to say for sure it does. And we know that's not going to be funded because who pays for most of the research is Big Pharma. They're not going to fund a study for something that's going to make them go out of business. Which is what me and Angie are, are trying to help do is put them out of business because Big Pharma is the side effects of these medicines are killing people. They're causing another side effect that causes another side effect and causes another one. And then, you know, you've got the high cost of insurance. If you don't have insurance, you've got the cost of the medications. And I'm not saying all are, are bad, but I strongly believe with prayer, with God, and with using the knowledge and wisdom that he gives us, we can use the plants that he gives us that they derive these pharmaceuticals from. We just have to re-educate ourselves on them. That plant was uh, Japanese honeysuckle. And they come, um, there's different, there's a few different varieties of the Japanese honeysuckle. The most common is the yellow-white um, Japanese honeysuckle that grows, I know, here in the south. Um, there's also a pink honeysuckle that's absolutely beautiful that people in the northern areas get. Um, like, I'm wanting to say towards South Dakota, uh, Montana area. Y'all get those really pretty pink ones. Um, I don't know exactly all the zones that they incorporate uh, encompass, but there's a lot. Um, and that's just, that's a wild one that's, that's everywhere. So while it's, you know, still early spring, especially for all of you guys that have been miserable in the snow and the cold when you thought you had warmth, I feel bad for you. I really do. I'm sorry. I was talking to Angie last week and she was telling me, how she had shorts and, and flip-flops on over the weekend. And then that Monday, it was snowing. And I was just like, oh, girl, I'm sorry. We did have the cold now, you know, so I don't feel so bad because we had some really strong wind last week that made it incredibly cold here. And by that, I mean, it got back down to 40. Um but we were in the 80s too. So when you guys, y'all are getting, you know, that warmer weather now, 
or should be starting to get it. So this is the perfect time for y'all to be able to go out there. If you don't have any in your yard, go to the forest. You could go into any of the um, the national forests or whatever. Look at your state laws. Of course, I don't want you to break the laws, but you can go out and you can um, forage out there. You can only get a certain percent, and there's some things you cannot legally forage out of the forest. It makes no sense, but I guess it's to prevent over-harvesting, especially like of, of ginseng. That's one that a lot of people do harvest that sells for a lot, um, and so they have laws on it. But, um, yeah, so the first one I discussed was the purple dead nettle, and then that was the Japanese honeysuckle. And I'm going to turn it back over to Angie and let her tell you all about some more of her goodies. Yeah. So we really did have 80 degree weather and then snow, like today even. First recess was snow, second recess was rain, and we had a like exciting 40 degree day today. Um, so the next one is oh, no. plantation. What was that, Nikki? I was like, oh no, you got snow again today. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we did. Oh. And yesterday. It's not like enough to cover the ground but it was enough to see it in the sky and I'm like nope it's the new year we already passed that season I'm done so yeah it's awesome I don't know whether we're flip-flops or winter boots honestly <laughs> um, I get it well, yeah it did I mean, happen I live in a yeah and I feel bad for them because man y'all had that ice storm and and didn't have the power for a while and I'm just like I move right here. I'll say, "Hi, oh, please give me some snow. Give me some snow. Give me some snow." And it happens every year. I just see <laughs> the flirt and the and you know in the forecast, and I'm like, "Yes," but we don't get it, and everybody else that don't want it gets it. And I'm like, "Okay, maybe I'm in the wrong location." But then I like my warmer temps more than I like the snow, so I'll just go somewhere where there oh when I want to see it. I'm good with snow, like, December through, I don't know, February, maybe March. But after that, I'm ready to wrap it up and get summer going. Um, <laughs> but that's just me, and I live in a shape state, or a state shaped like a glove, so I shouldn't expect anything less. But, um, so plantain is my next one. So this is a weed that grows probably in everyone's yard. Um. You can eat all of it. Um, so plantain is used for general first aid and more. From the sinuses to the lungs, mouth, skin, digestive, and urinary tract, the herb offers healing. Um, so lance leaf or ribbon wart plantain and broadleaf plantain um, has long, narrow lance leaves, and broadleaf plantain has fuller egg-shaped leaves with thick vein-like netting in the leaf. Both plant species can be used interchangeably. It's also been called rib grass, rib wart, rat tail, or ripple grass. So if you're in your yard, you'll look at it and it has the, the leaves itself stay close to the ground, but then they shoot up stalks um that are a couple inches and it kind of reminds me of the mullen like the top half has like the seed and you can saute them you can eat them right out of the grass obviously if it hasn't been sprayed with pesticides or anything like that um you definitely want to make sure um but the the stalk itself with the seeds has like a peppery taste um but let's see um So it's harvested during the summer or picked at any time for emergency first aid situations. So you can use it as an infusion, tincture, poultice, fermentation, linement, salve, cream, infused oil, and a syrup. Um, let's see. So this plant or weed um, has soothing properties, have benefits internally to the mucous membranes of the respiratory tract, urinary, and digestive systems. 
and are beneficial for external treatment of aches and swelling. Combine the plant with mullein for soothing persistent coughs and bronchitis. Plantain can be considered a daily tonic for high nutrient content and tonifying properties on the whole body system, particularly the mucous membrane. Um, so the tonic um, is an ex excellent source of chlorophyll and packed chlorophylly and packed full of minerals, including zinc, potassium, and silic acid. So it has anti-inflammatory um, for urinary, diuretic, digestive, respiratory. Um, let's see. You can use either munch the leaves and hold in the mouth next to a toothache, creating an oral poultice, or use the tea or tincture as a mouth rinse. So if you have any anything inflamed gums um, or a toothache, you can just chew on it and it'll help. Um, plantain can be used for bleeding skin, wounds, hemorrhoids. Um, let's see, due to the translucent allantone, um, also contained in comfrey, Plantain is a, an ideal wound healer, good for quick cell regeneration for damaged skin. Um, also offers soothing relief for internal bleeding, gut, and digestive inflammation and diarrhea. Um, let's see. Yeah, so that's another like really good one to know and look into and identify because like I said, I mean, my yard alone probably has at least a hundred of them growing and they really are just weeds and I've overlooked them for a long time but we started eating them yesterday last year when we kind of looked into them a little bit more um yeah you're gonna have to keep going uh insidious has got um so dandelion we all have dandelions growing. Mine are starting to pop up now. Um, I just did a um, oil infusion with dandelions, the flowers, two weekends ago, I think it was. Um, so dandelion has a lot of medicinal properties. You can eat the entire plant, the root, the leaves, the flower, all of it is edible. Um, if you want to harvest the root, you usually want to any plant for that matter if you harvest the root you want to wait until the plant itself has kind of died off make sure that you identify the plant prior to um digging it up so you know exactly what you're digging up um but you want to wait until the plant dies so that way when you harvest the root all the nutrients and like the medicinal properties like concentrate themselves in the root but when the flower and the leaves open up and turn green the flowers blooming, all those medicinal properties go through the entire plant. So your root, you can still consume, but it won't be as concentrated as if you would wait. Kind of like horseradish, when I harvest my horseradish, I don't want my leaves green because all of the flavor and everything went up into the shoot and not into the root. Um, so with any plant that you're harvesting root, you kind of want to wait until it dies off. Um, but dandelion is great for anti-inflammatory. Um, um, you can do an infusion, you can do a tincture, um, you can do the oil infusion, poultice. Um, so medicinally, the root leaves and milk from stem are used. You can add fresh flowers and leaves into salad greens. Um, harvest for medicine after the second year of growth. Collect the roots in early spring and pick the leaves in spring or early summer. Um, make sure that you identify it. There's many dandelion lookalikes, so make sure that you have a true dandelion leaf. Um, let's see. You can use the dandelion as well as for tea, if you have it roasted, 
Um, you can use it as a substitution for coffee. It just does not have caffeine in it, but it does have a similar taste to coffee. Um, <laughs> the bitter properties um, encourage optimal di digestion, providing a weak laxative effect for chronic constipation, supporting liver function and detoxification. So dandelion root, you can do the tea and it will help give you a, a liver detox. Um, but you can also grind the dried root and um, put it in capsules. You have to drink a lot of water because it is a diuretic. But if you want to do a liver cleanse, you take and grind the dandelion root really fine and pack the double zero capsules. And you take seven the first day, then six, five, four, three, two, one until they're gone. And that will be a very powerful liver detox, but you have to make sure you drink a lot of water. Um, but before you do that, start off with a little tea to make sure that you don't have any adverse reactions with the dandelion in general. Um, so, let's see. It's also mineral rich, packed full of potassium. Um, Drink the tea infusion for high blood pressure and relief from fluid retention related to premenstrual tension or from the effects of traveling on an airplane. The leaf encourages release of fluid from the body, eliminates uric, uric acid buildup, and removes waste matter from the body in conditions of arthritis, gout, and other degenerative disorders. So dandelion, another weed, um, also one to definitely look into if you're interested in consuming it and you can make jelly from the flowers. Um, there's a lot you can do with it. There's um, a dandelion bread you can make. There are tons of recipes that you can look up and, and really consume it on a daily basis. It's, I kind of look at the wild medicine as if like, if you're not feeling well, you go to the store and get some orange juice or some oranges because you know they're cram packed full of vitamin C and that's what's going to perk you up and make you feel better. If you look out in your yard, you have so many options for medicine that you don't have to go to the store and buy. Um, so it's kind of neat to look into. The wild lettuce kind of looks like a really tall version of a dandelion. Um, and that one and so thistle are very, very similar. But wild lettuce, um, I made a tincture last year and that's the equivalent of an opioid. So it has a lot of pain relieving med like medicinal benefits. Um, and just by taking that, I've completely stopped taking ibuprofen. And I used to take a lot of that. Um, but again, make sure that you identify your plant before you do anything with any of it. And definitely do your own research to make sure that you know what you're consuming and what, what other things, um, like the dandelion, I might just enjoy the tea, but I need to drink my water because it's cleaning my liver. It's a diuretic. There are other things that go with it other than just a tea. Um, so just kind of keep that in mind when you guys do any any plant, really. Um, just kind of dig in and do your research. I see we yes that popped in. Hey niece to the mercy seat, how are you? I wonder if she realizes that she called in. Oh I didn't mean to. Keep going, Nikki. Oh, it says she's just low. I, yeah, I can't hear her at all. I'm going to try to turn up some. Let's see. Okay, it's still showing her up there on there for me. I don't know. 
Jeff said, yes, you didn't mean to call in. I was so, I was happy. <laughs> well, she didn't mean to call you, but I was happy she was calling in anyway. But she's here in chat. I love our Jennifer Renee. Guys, y'all go check out her work at southernechoes.com. If you haven't already, um, the pottery is amazing. There's Raku, and it's just, it's every piece is handmade. There's no two pieces that are the same, and I, I've gotten a few pieces myself. I absolutely love it. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, and it's made with love. So, guys, get over there and check out southernechoes.com because it is awesome. I was waiting for that, too, Insidious. She's going to have to call back in. we got to get the laugh. There she is. Ah, hi, sis. You are now, yes. <laughs> we needed that laugh. I don't know how it let you. I didn't even see it pop up. Um, to and it just kept through. God, and I was like, he knew I needed to hear that 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 voice and that laugh. You, can I'm sister anytime. trying to hug everybody and the stupid thing won't go through none of my posts will go through yet so i'm hugging everybody and breathing one <laughs> finally went through it says huge big hugs jeff said he could barely hear you but i could hear turn your phones up old man <laughs> y'all need to be heard i'm gonna sit back and chat and just listen <laughs> i love you Love you, sister. Thank you. Well, Jeff, I'm sorry, brother. You just didn't get to hear the laugh. It was beautiful, and I got to hear it, and I guess God just wanted me to hear it. I'm going to be stingy with it. Insidious, I'll share a little if you got to hear some. All right, Angie, you can hop back on, babe, on the, um, let's see, we were just finishing up what le a wild lettuce, and yeah, I've tried that, um, the wild lettuce, she sent me some of it, and it, because my back, I was having such major issues with my back, and y'all guys know, I have um, all of the inflammation stuff in my back with my, um, I make the antibodies in my spine that fight my whole entire body. And so I have a lot of issues with my spine. Angie sent me, she was so sweet, sent me uh, some of the wild lettuce tincture. And I did drops under my tongue. It was awesome. It worked great. Um, it did take a little bit for it to, um, to kick in and actually where I could see the effects. But... It was wonderful um, when I did. And that's that's like what Angie was saying and what many have said. God gives us our cures. They're there. And, you know, I, I want you guys to think about it like this. This is coming from a nurse. I, I was licensed, still am licensed. I walked away from $125,000 a year salary because money isn't as important as my soul and my salvation. And what I was doing when I realized that it was wrong, I couldn't do it no more. Just like when you accept Christ into your heart and, and you be, you're reborn, you have to die. Your old body has to die for you to become one with Jesus. And when that happens, you aren't the same person. Well, when I found that out, and you don't want to sin, you know, you want to be different. Well, when I found that out, I couldn't do my job in, in home health. I couldn't do my job in a hospital. And I, I just couldn't, I couldn't be in that industry. It's an industry. And you know how the devil has no power of his own. He's a fallen angel that God sent him down because he, okay, that's just going to sum up all he did. He sucked. Well, he has no power. He can only take the power from the things. God is the only thing that can bring anything into creation and being. It's God. That's it. Nobody else. Nothing else. End of story. So, what Satan tries to do is try to take what is good that God made and created and turn it into bad. 
pharma, like I've talked about before on another episode with the pharmacia. Pharma and pharmacia is is spells. It's if you look at the definition of a word, it's to cast a spell. It's in the Bible. It's in Scripture. Um, go back and listen to my pharmacia episode where I break it down a little bit more. Or I may even talk about it later on on some more stuff because it's still on my heart very strongly. But God give us all herb-bearing seeds to use and make plentiful. Satan is giving us pharma, which is sorcery. It's a form of sorcery. And that's what's killing people. But people want the easy button they want that staples oh let me take a a pill jeff said it right perfectly counterfeit it's counterfeit we can define everything that we need god's going to give it to us if we don't have it on our property or not if we don't even have it in our area guys you don't all of these herbs are very helpful but it ain't replacing what god can do and the power of prayer and what he can do this is just a way to help you help yourself um, with knowledge and wisdom of what he's already given us, you know, and we've got to stop looking for the easy way and start, you know, just like with all these plants, me and Angie and and anybody else that wants to, you know, join this journey with us on uh, the plants and, and really getting back to basics and taking control and responsibility for our health and what we're trying to do is to bring y'all the information so that way you can do it but in the meantime you also because we're all different we all have different things that have happened and because of that we all don't i mean there's different things that are going to work differently so look at all the things that you want to like if you've got different problems going on in your body write those things down and look and see if you could figure out what the cause might be. If you don't know the cause, you can send me an email. I'll try to help you investigate it. Um, I do have the medical knowledge and I can use that that background to kind of help. I, I can't diagnose, but we can look at the body system and see where the problem may be started from. Because a lot of times in the body, it can something small can start in one spot, especially with the GI system. And because you didn't get it seen about or do something about it, not seen about necessarily with a doctor, but trying to fix it, well, then you've got to, you know, you wind up with something else that causes a problem, something else that causes another problem. Then you got a whole big traffic jam that needs a, a you know, you need a red light and signals and stuff um, in your body because everything's getting mixed signals. So we got to find what the root, like like uh, Jennifer said, root causes. And that's what the doctors stopped doing. They stopped looking at the, the root cause and just threw on a Band-Aid to get the money. And that's what they've been doing for a very long time. Angie, you got anything else you want to add, sweetie? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut all into you on that one. No, I didn't mean no. to preach. <laughs> I completely agree, though. Um because there was a long time that I took a lot of medications and then a lot more medications to counter the side effects from the first one. And it was just a mess. It was an expensive mess. Um, but there are definitely, the one thing I would recommend, aside from make sure you know your plant, make sure it's not sprayed. So like know where you're harvesting, there's no pesticides on it. Um, stuff like that. Buy books, like paper books. Because at some point, if the internet is not available, you want to have this stuff as a hard copy so you can reference it. You never know what's going to happen. Just books. Um, I highly recommend good books. Um, but I would say probably the last one I would touch on would be self-heal. That's another one that grows up here. I'm sure it probably grows all over. Um, self-heal is a multi-purpose plant. A lot of first aid options for this plant um, grows easy in a garden, can often be discovered growing wild, covering sunny fields with lilac crimson or white petals. Um, it's a member of the mint family as well. Um, some common names include heal all and carpenter's herb. 
It's for wound healing. Um, for its wound healing ability, also called Heart of the Earth and Blue Curls. Um, so the layered petals resemble a throat with swollen glands, and today the herb is a welcome antimicrobial gargle for inflammations of the mouth and sore throats. Um, so you can infuse it, gargle it, um, you can do an enema with it, a poultice, cream ointment, tincture, or syrup. Um, you can use it for hemorrhoids, seizures, diarrhea, varicose veins. Um, you can use it to help tighten tissue, minimize inflammation, reduce bleeding both internally and externally, or used to reduce symptoms of a sore throat, mouth sores, and gum inflammation. Um, a tea or tincture for digestive support. Um, it's good for in inflammatory bowel disease, colitis, gastric bleeding, and an upset stomach. And I will say um, the reason that I started using it is I get really bad cold sores. Um, I have since I've been a little kid. And I will say that this, as soon as I start to get the feel of a cold sore, I put a little bit of the tincture on my skin and it, it's gone. Um, so I will say that that's amazing. Um, it's an antiseptic with antiviral properties. You can gargle if you have strep throat and swollen glands. Um, can be used for cold sore shingles, a cold mononucleus, granular fever, and other lymphatic swellings. Um, let's see. You can use self-heal for chronic diseases, including chronic fatigue, allergies, and even cancer. It's an amazing wound healer. Um, perhaps this is the most well-known application of the herb. A topical poultice, bath, or skin wash can be used to heal open wounds, bruises, boils, mumps, and inflammatory skin eruptions. You can do a lip balm with the infused oil of self-heal um, for cold sores. If you're camping in the outdoors, the herb is prepared as a fit poultice and can be applied to bleeding wounds. Um, you can prepare as a tea and use as an eye wash. Um, can use can offer relief for inflammation of the eye, such as conjunctivitis, thighs, um, and if you add candula and chamomile, you have a potential, or you have a potent antiseptic iron. So there's a whole bunch with self-heal. That's another good one. Um, I do have seeds for that. My friend has it growing very prevalently through her yard, so she's sharing some of her things out of her yard. Um, I just dug up some dead nettle, triple dead nettle that I have here to kind of trade with her. And I did post a picture into knickknacks of the purple dead nettle. Um, but yeah, that would be that would be probably all for tonight. But there's a bunch more. Goldenrod that's around here. Um, purple clover, white clover, all that, violet. There's there really is a ton that are pretty much weeds but have such great value to them that they're kind of overlooked because we've been taught that they're just weeds and they're really not. They're powerful medicine that we really, we need to dig into the research and kind of get back to that. So. Yeah, I'm kind of out of time and did get a chance to, man, the violet. I forgot I was going to talk about the violet until you said that. I was like, oh yes, there are. There are so many. And so um, next week we're just going to have to dive in and get some more out there, you know, because there's, there are a lot that we consider as weeds, but are actually very beneficial. And it's really funny um, because Monsanto, you know, the company with Roundup, who's, you know, forcing us, we're trying to force people to kill off the weeds and kill off all of these plants, which, you know, are, and they're just, oh, we're, we don't want that. I, no, we've got to get rid of that. But anyway, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight, guys. Uh, do we have any prayer requests tonight before we close with prayer? I want to thank you so much for um, coming on. I know you've had a, a kind of rough week uh, with work and... 
um, <laughs> with things going on. So we're going to pray for you on that, that your week gets better. We know it's Monday and we don't want it to start and go like it did last week. Thank you. I would I would happily take an easier week than this past one. Half one. Oh, and I did post a picture of one of my herbal books in that in the knickknacks group that does have great pictures and explains all different kinds of um basically weeds and flowers and all kinds of stuff that's grown that you can use for awesome thank you yeah i'll get um some of these links too that i had i'll get those in there so that way you guys can look at that and and reference it and then make sure to put everything that we went over tonight in the comment section when i go to upload the show it takes podbean a little bit to uh, process it because I didn't go through the memory card this time. I wanted to get both shows done before I tested it with a memory card and record on before I tried to tempt fate and have it not working. Um, I got those prayers. Do we got anybody else that wants uh, to have any prayer request? I'm not going to do the little uh, mellow music and stuff right now so now conley's coming on in a couple of minutes and i don't want to cut into his too much um speaking of which he's going to be on at eight and then at 9 p.m is bards fm 10 30 is kilted christian followed by fishers of men at midnight so we got still a little bit more of a some shows to go And if y'all will bow your heads, close your eyes, we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us the time together here. Uh, thank you for Angie and her being able and knowledgeable to call in and just talk to us and to everyone about these different plants and the benefits. Father, her knowledge has been so beneficial to so many of us, and I just, uh, I am so thankful for her. Father, she's had a kind of a rough week last week and this week, and we just pray that you lift her up and that you protect her from anything that's trying to cause her harm and stress and anxiety, and that you just remove all of that so that way she's able to to be free in her thoughts, to be with you, and just to be able to focus more on the things that you want her to focus on and not the things that are stressing her or um, especially the things with her job in the way that they are. Father, we just pray that that you um, intervene in that and that um, the people that are crazy can be a little less crazy this week. Father, for Lola, um, who had a stroke, Father, we just lift her up in prayer and um, pray that she is doing better after that. For Laura Lee's dad, we thank you that he's doing okay, but um, just lift them both up in prayer, her mom and her dad, to you as she's caring for them. And I lift Laura Lee up to you as well, Father, as she's trying to help take care of her parents and and still do everything according to the way that you want, Father. Thank you for blessing us with this fellowship um, and for giving us this, these wonderful plants that are so beneficial to us that we overlook so often that are just so good for us, and we just didn't know it. So thank you for reminding us of all of these beneficial plants for all of those that are out there that are lost that are seeking jesus or not seeking jesus but just not quite sure and know that they're lacking something they're missing something in their life father i just lift them up to you um in prayer that that you come into their life and into their heart and that somebody or something um, that you use will just cross their paths and and help them um, 
to be whole in you and whole in Christ, Father, for them to repent for any of their, their bad sins they've done and turn back towards you. For all of those that are listening uh, now and that will listen later, I just lift them up to you, Father, if they have a need. I know that you know what it is. And I just pray that they ask you for what they're needing and that it be your will um, to grant that blessing for them. Father, thank you for uh, for everything you've given us. We're just so incredibly grateful that you love us so much, that it's an everlasting love that, that knows no bounds, um, that you, you want us to be with you and, and your selfish Father that is just wants us. And, and that's such a beautiful, beautiful thing to be selfish of, and, and we're so grateful of it. So, Father, thank you for for loving us unconditionally. Thank you for Jesus, and it's in his name I pray. Amen. Well, guys, I pray you all have a wonderful night. Thank you for being here. I'm going to um, play that Tom Petty Wildflower song to close this out. I won't be on Thursday for Sister on Scripture. I am going to try to get an episode uploaded. It just won't be a live one because I have a doctor's appointment. But I will be back on Thursday night um, for Knickknack at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I hope you all have a wonderful night. And I will see you guys online. God bless. Cover. You belong in that home.